bullshit, it's all just um gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A A A S. This shit is Trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Hey everybody! Welcome to our Dumb Gay Podcast. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we talk about all the dumb gay shit happening in the world like we're talking about reality TV. You know what? What? TBH. Do you know what that means? No. To be honest. Oh, okay. okay. Um, I don't know what's happening <laughs> in the world, Mamal. Oh, uh, I don't know what's happening in the world. It was Labor Day weekend. Mm -hmm. So, of course, we were getting drunk and doing drugs and smoking cigarettes. Mm -hmm. um, and also, we started doing video on our Patreon podcast. I mean, that's really what's happening in the, in the world. That's what's happening in the world. I was getting drunk. I was, yes. It's as stressful as fuck adding video. Yes, it is very stressful. Why are we doing that? <laughs> not totally sure. I mean, I think because we thought that uh, it would like rejuge everything and we'd be doing something new. And I think that what happens after you get fired and dragged <laughs> and lied on and maligned and slandered and beaten up and, you know, left for dead. Yeah. Um, I think then when you get up, you go, what new thing will I do? Do. Oh, you know what sounds fun to do? Something more stressful. <laughs> Something very stressful that adds longer procedures to my plastic surgery dream list. Mm, well, now I'm definitely getting a neck lift. <laughs> yeah. For, for sure. sure. Both of us. For sure. Well, I'm going to do the I'm microblading. Do the oh, okay. Yeah. The microblading, whatever it's called. The procedure fine that the cat lady told us about <laughs> oh yeah oh oh okay yeah, yeah 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 i can't remember what it's called but yeah that's gonna tighten it it's, it's gonna called make like it supersonic supersonic epidural <laughs> epidermis tightening fine good like you will be severely bruised right mm -hmm. for six weeks and i was like huh yeah. mm -hmm. well what you're gonna be wrapped up like fuck? a mummy yeah but i was like Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I have nothing um, to do now for six weeks. I mean, we have the video, yeah, but I can wear like, we're basically going to what? Tahiti mid-October. I have six weeks to do this thing. It's Hawaii, called, it's Tahiti. Ca it's called like. Uh, Microdersion? No. Microblaze. That's micro. Micro blue. It, it does involve that micro needling, oh. but it's called like something very. Mm. upsetting right <laughs> well you know what you can do it because nothing's more upsetting <laughs> than what we've than already the last <laughs> couple of weeks so um yeah i'll take all the micro blurgering there is to happen i'll do my lower neck i'm gonna get 
I I ha I know the exact things I want to do now, after seeing myself on the video and no, walking you know by the, a mirror. You know the areas you want to do, but you don't know the procedure. Yeah, yeah, the areas. Because the procedure is it becomes murky. That's true. I don't know what the procedures are going to be. And I know suddenly, that I'm not going to look. I'm not going to look like a blowfish. I well, know that. Suddenly we are depending on someone who sold you an overpriced cat who runs what do you mean? a med- I adapted it who runs a medispa <laughs> who's um, like no I'll give you one procedure for free and I'm like mm-hmm. I feel like this might be a $13,000 procedure <laughs> but she said she'll give her free but she is not texting me back no or we're going to back. have to call her do you think she'll answer the phone no but we're definitely going to keep trying is to call is she going to do the she did. Uh, she did inform me mm-hmm. of my options and what's on the table, mm-hmm. and I will be doing these pre-procedures because we are going to New Jersey, you and I. Oh, to get the lower neck lift. The neck lift. No, it's called a lower facelift. Oh, a lower facelift with <laughs> the doctor who did Margaret Joseph. So this is just. Mm. You're welcome to anyone listening who cares. Her work is so good. It's a man. I mean, Margaret Joseph's work is oh, so good. right. And it is. It's incredible. I mean, her work is good. incredible and impeccable. And she wears her hair in a bun all the it's time. It's impeccable. The work is impeccable. We will go. And I love New Jersey. Yeah. We will stay at our, you know. I do have a cousin that lives there. Well, we're going to stay at Donna's house. Oh, Donna. <laughs> <laughs> we're staying with Donna when we recover just from our this. surgeries. Mm. We are going to do... There's other like Teddy Mellencamp did it, mm-hmm. but we're not using we're not using a West Coast doctor. We are using this guy, okay. the Margaret Joseph's guy. Just Google it. The man is an artiste. Artiste. And we're gonna go together, and <sighs> we're gonna sit in bed, and we're gonna watch so much TV, and let our necks heal. Mm-hmm. We're not, we can't do it for a while. I mean, I don't think you want to do it too early. Yeah, you're right. You said you were like, oh, she's gonna regret that. Yeah, I mean, I think especially when uh, I think you want to wait until yeah, a certain point in your life. <laughs> we don't want to do this too early. You're the you're literally the person who was like, if you do it too early, you're going to have to do it again. Mm-hmm. You want to wait until it's fully. So the the shit is called yeah. profound. Oh, OK. So it's some kind of hardcore micro needling oh. with laser with bruising mm. and serial killing. I don't know what they do to your, your, you know, and I want to do it to more than just my like neck and jaw. I want to do it to like my arms, my legs, my stomach. I'm like, if it tightens and the bitch that, that we got the cat from, mm. I thought her shit looked pretty taut. She looked very taut. Very taut. Very Tot. Tot Cats. That's the name of the place. (laughs) We got the cat from Maverick from Tot Cats. Tot Cats. Tot Cats. Yep. Now she was... With the Tottest Cats. Yeah. I mean... Around. She was taught. That's all I can say. She was taught. And I felt like she was taught from... The procedures. From Profound, which is what we're going to get. All right. Well, good. We're going to start with Profound, and then we're going to go to New Jersey and get this thing with the doctor of Margaret Joseph's. And we just are, and I can't wait. We're going to lay in bed, and Mm -hmm. we're going to come back rejuvenated. And we're going to probably have to wait at like 10 years. So basically, you wait to do the plastic surgery because you give yourself from there. You have to be at a certain age. After that, you just, you're just, the next procedure is just death. We are going to try to get the 
the taut cat lady on the Patreon podcast, mm-hmm. our Patreon podcast, mm-hmm. which we have started doing video. Mm-hmm. Do you think that will prohibit her from doing our Patreon podcast? I don't see why not. She should be seen so you can see the tautness. Very taut. Yeah. I really want her to come on. We're going to call her. We'll call her tomorrow. Are you scared to get profound? No. You're not, not to do tightening. No, but it's all No, the needles. things that scare me, I mean, I don't want to pain, but the things <laughs> that more scare me are getting something in my lips, <laughs> which I don't want. Which we might do. Ugh. And <laughs> anything like that. I mean, I've had injections in my back. I had a total knee replacement. I've had injections in my fingers. The shit fucking hurts. It hurts. And I, don't, I will be, it's going to, ha- if I'm going to do the lips because you want to do it. <laughs> I don't know what um, I. Oh. It's going to hurt so bad. I mean, I don't want to do it. So and if I am doing it, it's like it's like the people be like, if I'm dead, just know that I didn't kill myself. <laughs> right. When I the, get the things the in my 9/11. lips, just know it's because it's your fault because I well, don't want to do it. But if I do it, it's because of that. Now, the other thing where they're putting needles in your arms and in your face. No. And it's a bunch of needles. Microneedling is a, it's like a wheel. No, not a wheelbarrow. Like a A wheelbarrow of needles. A giant wheel of needles. What's the, why does that that do anything? I don't know. I guess the needles, like we can ask tot cats, but (laughs) I guess the needles, you know, like punctures your skin and then Mm. whatever laser they do as it's healing, it's like. Oh, and then it comes together. Ooh, I bet they, that hurts. But it's a all right. It's well. a wheelbarrow of needles that you're like, and then it's all bruised and stuff. I don't. I, I the way she described it, and I'm standing in her house getting COVID, <laughs> you know, with all due, and I was like, that sounds tense. That sounds intense. That does sound intense. But sometimes. But all right. I want the pain. Well, then I feel that we should uh, definitely go do that. Ma'am, out Nicole. Lepresti got us the best cheddar popcorn and we are Levang. It's on the table right now. It's being eaten. Uh, both cats have also eaten it. They both liked it. I mean, I mean, literally both cats liked it. Now, uh, Nicole wrote us a note and she said, I'm a fan and not a creeper. I swear. Since I'm not a creeper, I wanted to let you know that I sent the gift of the most delicious and cheesiest cheddar popcorn on planet Earth. <laughs> it is very it is che- cheesy. Zia. Like the flavors are popping. It's very, it's like each bite is a block of Which cheddar it's cheese. It's like good. It's like that's how Doritos should be doing it. Yes. But not. I'm a new Patreon subscriber and a chump. And I'm really sorry you both are hurting right now. I hope you know what stars and badass bitches you are. I have no doubt that the world is going to know it soon enough. And they'll know that you're the real deal and true to your craft. Don't give up. Sending lots of support from the great state of New Jersey. You know what's funny when you oh my God, I didn't I even know. I know. And, when, and the funny thing is when you said her name, I said Nicole Lepresti sounds like she's from fucking New Jersey. Nicole, can we stay at your home when we do our procedure? (laughs) I love New Jersey. In an effort to celebrate you ladies, look for a package of the cheesiest cheddar popcorn ever. We found it. Let it heal your soul. It is. Ha. You are loved by your fans and supporters. A new fan, but a fan for life. Nicole Lopresti. And she put her um, Insta like handle on and it's at C-H-O-L-E-Y-J-O-O-N. Choli June. Coley. Coley but June. Spelled like Choli. Oh, I Coley see. June, okay. Like Nicole. 
Coley. Oh, Coley. Coley. Coley June. I see. Coley June. Oh, All right. We'll follow like, Nicole. It's kind of giving like Mercedes Javid yeah, right, vibes. Yeah. Like a June because that means like love. Now, um, my middle name is Nicole. I just want you to know. That's right. Nicole. That's true. Not spelled like you. How's mine spelled? N-I-C-O-L-E. But how is Nicole Payone spelled? Without the E. Oh, and then Nicole Leprestes is with an H. Right. So we're all across the All different Nicoles. Some people do it with a K. One Nicole is an H. (laughs) And one Nicole has an E. And there's a Nicole that doesn't have either. And we both hate her now. <laughs> Which one am I? I forget. You have the E. Oh, and we hate the one with nothing. Without the E. Yeah. It's Nicole Payone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait. Nicole Lepresti uh, is N-I-C-H. Yes. So many Nicoles. There's a lot of Nicoles. I feel like there's probably an N-I-K-O-L-E. Yeah, that's what I said. An N-I-C-K. I think N-I-C-O-L is abbreviated. And... Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, probably is. But we've got Nicole Lepresti with an H. And I think you... Nicole, like Lepresti's doing, is more like an, it's the it's the female version of Nicholas, which I think is sexy. Oh, oh that's cool. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's what that means. Cool. Cool, Nicole. We love the popcorn. Nicole. <laughs> it's Nicole. <laughs> it's Nicole. Now, I don't even know if Nicole, Nicole even listens to this podcast or just our Patreon. They but, call her Nicole. But Nicole... <laughs> Lepresti, we need Nicole. we need your photos for the drug den bulletin board. Nicole. The rule is, Mamo, mm-hmm. no gifts without pics, right? Nicole. That's our strike champ. Yep. No gifts without, without pics. We don't write on signs or any do anything writing because we're on strike. That's what some of those signs look like. That's what we they say. Don't, yeah, like we don't write funny signs while we're not getting paid. Mm hmm. Well, no, s- no pay, no funny. <laughs> what does our sign say? No gifts without pics. No gifts without pics. And then we have another mm-hmm. sign that we do that says, bring back the goose. All right, bring back the goose. Why? I don't know why. Because we're constantly on strike in this house. I imagine you at home just marching, marching around your home going, bring back the goose. I feel that, you know what I mean? And now, for some no reason, I don't know gifts why. gifts without pics. No gifts without pics. Nicole. Nicole. <laughs> uh, you know who sent us a pic, though, for the drug den bulletin board? Who? Um, and it's a nice picture. Kelly Katz. Okay? Mm. It's a full-color, glossy, four-by-six picture of her and her two gorgeous kids with an additional addendum pic of her dog. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Shoot, wow. Okay? Now, this isn't a sponsored post, but... I'm going to have to let everyone know that Kelly used TouchNote, mm. and it is so much nicer than PostSnap. Oh, it's wow. a full 4 by 6 glossy color picture with a card mm. with a note in the middle. Grr, PostSnap needs to fuck off. I don't know the price point. Now, Kelly might be well-to-do. She might have been like, that cost forty nine ninety nine. It's like, we're not going to spend that on our picks. But PostSnap <laughs> is not cheap. No. And I feel like touch note is might be killing the game. I think they are because it also could be a card. Ooh, it's so nice. It's so nice, right? And it's yeah. so pretty. Dear Julian Brandy, sending this dorky bug nut selfie for the drug den bulletin board. This is me and two thirds of my kiddos hiking in northern Michigan. A one child is missing. Wow. That is 
So sexy, Kelly. Wow. Fuck your other child that's missing. <laughs> She's like, you know what? We look cute. I didn't know where the baby was. He was crawling into the cliffs. <laughs> like, literally. She doesn't care if one child's missing. I live. I'm actually not a fan of outside and wish I had a full body bug net. <laughs> we live in Yuma, Arizona, but spend most of August in my home state each year. We're a homeschooling family, not Duggar type homeschoolers or anti-vax type homeschoolers, but cool, liberal, secular homeschoolers. Nikul? Are we Nikul? Are we go to the Nikul homeschool of homeschoolery? Ooh, and listening to you while I cook dinner or rage clean my house keeps me semi-sane. Love you both, Kelly Katz. With That's what you do. You rage clean your house. I do rage clean my house. Um... And I let's see her beautiful dog. So she's with Tilly and Rowan. Oh, <laughs> mm. oh Kelly, 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 <laughs> Kel, Kel, Kel. Now, and I want to tell everyone and most importantly, Kelly, that you and I both had best friends in college. Mm-hmm. We both lived with Kelly's. Yes. Now, this is a Julian Brandy fun fact that we both lived with Kelly's. We have Kelly's very important person in our lives. Mm-hmm. And I was, in my youth, obsessed with The Witching Hour, which is an Anne Rice novel. And Julie and I have most recently been watching The The Mayfair Mayfair Witches. And her name is Rowan. Mm -hmm. Then I did a movie with this guy, Sean O'Brien. His daughter was named Rowan. And I felt like it was a sign because that name was just most... Like, I wonder if Kelly Katz... Do you think Kelly Mm -hmm. was a fan of The Witching Hour? I'm going to guess yes. I don't know why. I have no idea. She that just is seems such like a specific. And I never even asked Sean if his wife was a fan. Well, what did you ask Sean if he was a fan? No, I assumed the w- mother <laughs> named the child. Oh, and that would never would have occurred. Now I wonder, was his wife a fan? And is Kelly a fan? Mm. But that's so hot. What's the other one's name? Tilly? Tilly and Rowan. Oh, but what so not pictured, the missing, missing child who's, who's missing? in the river is Piper. Oh, I love a Piper. Mm hmm. Oh, they're all so cute. I love that. Very cute. And the dog And they're is from cute Arizona. Too. And yeah. they but they go to Michigan, which like New Jersey, giving garden state energy. I yeah. love Michigan. Michigan is so beautiful. <sighs> beautiful to visit. Yeah. Beautiful as a home state. Mm-hmm. Beautiful to hate as a home state. Mm-hmm. Like I love Kelly going fuck Michigan and going back to Arizona, <laughs> but then going back and back and back and back and back. I just need to read the okay. dog note now, okay? Yeah, he's, a, or, I'm assuming it's a man, but I don't know. I well, misgender. the note says, hello, I recently sent you a pic of me and my kids, but realized that what the drug den really needs is a pic of my main bug nut, Judy. Judy, it's not a man. Judy is a newfie poo who loves naps and hates Trumpers, <laughs> much like myself. I listen to you girls while walking Judy at the ungodly hour of 4.30 a.m. We have to walk at 4.30 a.m. because it's so fucking hot in Yuma. Thanks for oh. getting me through it all. Oh, my God. Oh, that's like death hours. Oh. Like you will die and you'll burn up in the Judy. heat. Judy is Judy. <laughs> She's so cute. Judy. She's in a green and black. She actually looks like Judy. Oh my God. She's. <laughs> I mean, she. But that's why she's does. so sexy. I'm yeah. like kind of horny for the dog. Yeah. Well, I know you love Judy. D. The dog is giving high key dyke energy. The dog is very dykey. She's wearing <laughs> she's a, so dykey. a handkerchief on the front. She's like, she's the kind of dykey, the dyke that has like 
who you're like, God oh, damn, but also has like long hair. I love a thick head of long Dyke 80s hair. hair. Yeah. Her hair is feathered at her forehead. Feathered. And Kelly, her forehead is yeah. short. Yep. I love a tiny Teresa Giudice forehead. She's almost like she never got to enjoy. She missed for some reason. Or not, I shouldn't say miss. She just wasn't into being too butch, like physically, but just, but is. But the hair is long. The hair is feathered. But the hair is feathered. And the outfits are also like. No, here's what she's giving. hundred percent. hundred percent right now. Okay. Christy McNichol. A Christy McNichol. Yes. Judy Christy McNichol. That is what she is. She completely is. Exactly. That's exactly what Christy McNichols doing. She's so fucking dykey, but she's, but also not. Uh, Okay. Now we get to have a Kiki with one of our best friends who also just happens to be a huge gay influencer. Let's have a Kiki. I want to have a Kiki. Lock the doors. Let's have a Kiki. I'm going to let you have it. Let's have a Kiki. I want to have a kiki. Die, turn, work. Let's have a kiki. We are going to serve. And work. And turn. And honey. This is the part of the show where we have a kiki with activists, philanthropists, comedians, and basically anyone who's hot and famous. And today, our guest is all of those things and more. He's a trailblazer of the highest order, a quadruple threat who has made his mark in every single performance-based media. If the genre involves entertaining people, he's done it, he's done it well, and most of the time, he's done it fucking first. (laughs) If you don't know... Please Google Johnny McGovern and get your whole damn life together. He's the host, creator, and emperor of the Hey Queen talk show and lifestyle brand, which has spawned over a dozen successful spinoffs, including Go Go for the Gold, which Johnny co-created, produced, and starred in, currently in its second season on Out TV. He's hilarious, he's handsome, he's tall, and his dick is huge. He's our (laughs) sissy and our bestie. Please welcome Johnny McGovern. Hey, Queen. Hey, Queen. Yes, yes. (laughs) Honey, rich friends may come and rich friends may come, <laughs> but your daddy's always gonna be here, no matter what. Fuck them. Fourteen, everyone. I want to let you know I'm the number one of the fourteen. That's the right. day the Patreon came out, <laughs> I was the first subscribe button. Okay. <laughs> Yes. I'm like pitching zero for the Patreon. Okay. You are. You're the ground floor. And you're our real friend. Oh. Yes. Our real friend. I mean, I think we're on our, God, I think this is our, like, almost our 20th anniversary of friendship around now. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it's getting so, so, so long. And oh you're you're the empress of podcasting, which which people I might not or may realize but right mostly not uh, like you said i did it first but i always got in too early and everybody <laughs> else made the money but i always got in too early i mean it was just i mean really it was johnny and howard stern who were doing the three to four hour shows nobody That's else right. was doing that no one i mean i have people still to this day and Sonny, um who was an original original um gay pimpin listener mm-hmm. We'll talk about like when I was at first. I did the first podcast I ever did was Johnny's, yep. which is Gay Pimpin' with Johnny McGovern, mm-hmm. and it was in two thousand eight. Mm. Two thousand eight, like you were podcasting before podcasting was wow real amazing. I know. Here I am, still scraping and striving. <laughs> She's still here. 
Okay, so listen. You've been to Burning Man, okay? I have. So I want for for the people listening who don't know, and which is basically my mom, <laughs> um, Burning Man is a week long, large scale desert campout focused on community, <laughs> art, self expression, and a barter community held annually in the Lake Tahoe ish area of the Nevada desert. It's a dusty, windy desert sand bowl that this year was pelted with an uncharacteristic Armageddon-level heavy rainstorm, which turned the whole fucking thing into a muddy quicksand nightmare that literally trapped 70,000 people in the desert. Did you know this? (laughs) Girl, yes, I did know. I did know, mama. I mean, did did you know anyone there? Um, just Paris Hilton, just Paris, honey. <laughs> right, all the all the rich stars. I mean, even when I was going to Burning Man, there was it was a shadow of its former like we're all in this together mm. friendship, and there there was like the rich people barricaded area with Paris and Diplo and whatever, oh. and like you know, so it was. I've got to tell you, I am a Burning Man fan. I loved going. I was dragged and was like, I don't want to go to no stupid desert and do no stupid thing. I hate this. But when I got there, I really did enjoy myself. It was a lot of fun. It was partying. It was the last time I really did drugs. And uh, it was a good send off. I mean, what's the vibe? Are we talking, did you feel like it was, is it like a stable, safe, fun party? Or did you <laughs> feel that it was completely at any moment, it could just explode, that everything would catch on fire and which is yeah, part of the fun. Yeah, into a quicksand nightmare. Right. No, it was fun. Now, do I think you would love it, Julie? Maybe, <laughs> maybe not. I mean, mm. we. the way you got to do it is you got to like buy a ticket through a camp and we were part of some camp that was like Spanky's wine bar and honey they bugged they were straight you had to do a shift at the wine bar and I was like I ain't doing this Um, and I went with a mostly crew with like some gay guys and some hot straight guys and so you stay sort of with your crew you're partying people are giving out free like we just made jello in the desert it was lots of lots to see. It wasn't quite the vibes uh, that I'd heard it had before with where everything's love and everyone's there to make friends. At the time I went, it was already like 70,000 people. So it was getting to like the breaking point where it was a little Gen Z. I'm here for me and I'm the star. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like a lot of but selfie would- sticks. Yo, yes. But I mean, I got to say, I was a convert. I enjoyed myself. I dressed in deserty type things with goggles and there were very moving moments. They have like a temple where you put like people that you lost and at the end they burn the temple and there was giant pyramids that were erected and they set them on fire in the desert and mm. played like music and weird tornadoes bust out of the sand and it was very uh, <laughs> it was very enjoyable i did enjoy myself but if i ever did it again i would never stay until the last day because honey there was no rainstorm there was no windstorm there was no emergency and there were no protesters that chained themselves blocking the road the year i was there and it still took me 12 hours to leave the property (sighs) so what you're in a mob like leaving a concert 
Well, it's like everybody has to get out of the camp or the, you know, the desert area on this one twisty little road. Oh. So if it's blocked in any way, shape or form, I can't even remember why it was taking so long. But there was, you know, thousands of people trying to leave all at the exact same time. And the shit wasn't going anywhere. Twelve hours we waited in the car. Uh-uh. Oh, oh, my God. Well, this year, hours. with oh the God. quicksand desert mud bowl, they they were all they were all shelter in place like it was covid part due. But it was like so they all had to stay there and then they pushed. They're still going to burn the giant fucking wicker man. Mm-hmm. So they're like, don't oh, worry, everyone. We're still going to do it. And everyone's like, who gives a rat's fucking ass? We want to make sure we can leave here. So go ahead and repave the muddy road so everyone can drive out of here on our muddy tires. But they still burned the desert guy, like, I guess, on Monday, on Labor Day. And then I guess now we've got probably a 24-hour excursion out of that I can't desert. Even imagine. Because if there's, there has to be barricade after barricade after traffic after dead body now who do we think was protesting well they were eco protesters <laughs> oh eco protesters because they didn't like uh consumerism well, they... oh i see <laughs> so that burning man's the good place to go to protest consumerism where well, everything's a barter gotta, system i gotta give it up to the protesters okay. a little bit that burning man in its current state is probably an okay place to protest consumerism as it's probably become its own big business Mm. but i mean honey there's a lot more uh evil places we could have chained ourselves to you know what i mean (laughs) right Mm -hmm. but you know as usual the eco protesters are correct uh in general but that doesn't mean they don't bug yeah right like the message is good but like why don't you go chain yourself to Sirius? Why don't you go to a factory farm and chain yourself there and leave some paintings alone? Or Costco. Go or to Mar-a-Lago and chain yourself yeah. to something. Right. Go to any corporate headquarters right. and do it. I mean, what? Burning Man, we're, we're punching down when punching we're Punching down. Punching. Perfect. That's what. That's why it annoys me. That's why it annoys me. That you. That's it. I finally figured it out. Well, it's annoying because you know they're like, well, they'll have to listen to us at Burning Man, right? Because but it's we're, preaching to the yeah. fucking choir, <laughs> and no one's gonna do anything because everyone there's annoying too. <laughs> right. Well, they did fuck with the wrong people because the tribal police, because the whole area is run by is tribal land, so it's oh. the tribal police they had to deal with. Oh. And if you've seen the clip, the tribal police is not fucking around they got to that barricade and honey they drove right through it and they said get on the ground (laughs) they've been dealing with evil white people for years so these eco-terrorists are the or they can handle those white people in five minutes and they cleared it up that's great but we gotta say we support the eco uh protesters because (laughs) everything's on fire everything is burning they are all correct yeah, we just need them to go somewhere that right. makes more sense. Yes, just go somewhere. Let's that makes torture more sense. rich people, not Please. people who saved up all year to go to fucking Burning right. Man to wear their goggles and their cafea scarves <laughs> and their Balenciaga <laughs> moon boots. Right. right, and walk around talking about I made a paper butterfly. Let me give it to you, and you give me some water. Yeah, and having sex orgies that, on a yellow school bus. Right. Yeah, in a yurt. That's what we do at the at That's the thing. They do. They have the sex tent. They have the barter tent. They have the. I mean, 
Burning Man, I would definitely would go again, 10 out of 10. But you, every when you go, you said, oh, this is what I would do differently. This is what I would do differently. Mm. I would do it again. I would like to make an oasis made out of fake flowers and have cool mist be sprayed. Right. Mm. Well, we need to go with do. 50 grand invested. Right. Yeah. You need to go like and do your thing and really do it right and go with all your friends. That's how you do it. It's like going to a gay bar. It's fine with a couple people. But if you have a group of 10 friends, then you are the stars of the night and you're having a great time. Oh. Well, that's good advice. Okay, so Florida. Speaking of eco, yeah, that just made me think. Go to Florida and change yourself there. So change yourself to anything DeSantis related. (laughs) Go to his house. Piece of shit. Yeah. Go to the Supreme Court justices and change yourself there. So Florida has had eight major hurricanes in six years. Okay, including the most recent one. What is her name? Idalia. 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 Idelia, Idelia. How do you think we say it, Johnny? Idelia Banks? The, the, the Dahlia Onions, okay? <laughs> the Dahlia Banks, uh, the, they should have called it Hurricane Azalea. Yeah. I mean, uh, honey, somebody's so good. I'd like to see Azalea Banks go down there and rip Ron DeSantis. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, how fabulous that oh, would be. Oh, my God. Cast that's who we need. That's <laughs> Azalea Banks for fucking president, honey, okay? Wow. I love it. Okay, so... Uh, the Florida piece of shit governor, Ron DeSantis, refused to tour the hurricane damage with President Biden. Mm. Mm. Now, I don't know if I'm on glue or what, but shouldn't it be Joe Biden who is sick of dealing with Florida hurricanes <laughs> As opposed to, like, Ron DeSantis, who's not going to go and be bothered. Exactly. And Ron DeSantis is like, oh, we don't want your government money. We don't want it. We don't need it. Florida is in it. Oh, wait a second. We do need it. We actually need it. Can we and they already it? got it, yeah. by the way. They already got of it. Of course they did. They got it. They spent it. They threw it in the thing. You know, protect the Golden Girls at all costs. But <laughs> Ron DeSantis is such a piece of shit. So gross. And, you know, it's also the only good thing is to watch him be so far behind Trump in everything. <laughs> yes, it is. Nice. Him on the debate where they where they caught him trying to smile. Yes. And they made it yes. look like it was a computer failure. It was like he tried to smile and he just couldn't fucking do it. And he had to, when they all had to, they're like, will you support President Trump? And after all the shit that Ron DeSantis tried to talk about Trump, he's still like a little worm that he mm-hmm. is. Had to put his hand up real quick, look around and put his hand up. That that was enjoyable. But he's he's such a piece of shit waste of space. I did enjoy how Biden handled it. It was like, that's oh, fine that he's not here. You know, he did help us set it up. Yeah, uh, exactly. He arranged everything for us to be here today. And uh, yeah, OK, he didn't want to do the photo op right. because he's such a rebel outlaw. But uh <laughs> We know that his office arranged all of this for us to be here, and they took the money. Oh, honey. they're ready to take the money. Oh, they love taking the all money. All the monies. They love taking all the money. But nope, I can't be seen with Joe Biden. Nope. Because I'll oh, be putting God all forbid. the memes all over fucking 8chan and all over Truth <laughs> Social, and I won't be in the meme dragging me. He's, he's so gross. The whole situation is gross. But they did have like a shit ton of damage, right? Or is it just standard they did Florida have, damage? I they had like the amount of damage that they normally do have. I mean, it is a natural disaster again. 
Like Exactly. The eco-terrorists are correct. Shit is getting wild. If you live in Florida, you should be an eco-terrorist. You should. The resources need to be put toward global warming. It's just going to get worse. Yeah, and it is getting worse. It's completely getting worse, and it's getting worse in Florida, which is what's so ironic about the whole thing. Like, you'd think the people who live there who are so Republican-y would want to put money towards... I mean, I don't even know where they'd begin because I don't we don't know necessarily where does Florida begin with their climate fucking money or whatever. But I mean, I'm sure probably at the red algae taking over. Yeah, their probably sea. toxic waste would probably be a start. But, you know, it's just like Julie, Julie, we don't have time to worry about global warming. <laughs> what we have to do in Florida is fight the real enemy, the <laughs> Disney Corporation yeah, right. and their right. homosexual support. <laughs> Drag we queens. want to fight a losing battle with Disney Disney World. I mean, really, at the end of the day, if you really do think about it, it's like the reason they're so caught up in abortion and drag queens and teaching actual history in school and getting people fired up is so that they don't pay attention to deregulating every single, like, you know, climate thing that could possibly be going on there because that that's corporations. They can get people on the ground mad about fucking drag queens reading the stupid fucking book at the stupid fucking happy hour or whatever it is. It's so dumb. <laughs> at the children's happy hour? Yeah, and keeping women pregnant and whatever. It's just exactly the children's happy hour. So stupid. Ugh. Yeah, and I'd like to say that drag queen story hours are stupid too. Cancel all those. <laughs> yeah. Not to protect the children, to protect the drag queens. Yeah, why do they need to be... What do they do? What is... Get out and be... I want to go to a drag show. I would bring a kid to a, a drag brunch show. There's nothing wrong with that. But what are we doing at the what do we do in the happy hour? What are, and drag I would drag you, brunch please take your child out of drag brunch. Yeah. Ma'am. Drag brunch has become so Disneyfied. I mean, we it is. Went, where were we? Were we at Atlanta? No. Were we in yes, Florida? Yes, cuz we're at Lips in Atlanta. Yeah. I mean, I was just like take your fucking tits out <laughs> now. Like I the level that I was like sad that it wasn't more sexual. I mean, it's so innocent. It's so fun. Mm-hmm. It's honestly like, I mean, I'm sorry, but it's 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 a great place for kids on a, on a Sunday. <laughs> it just is. It's so fun. It's fun music. It's, you know, it's great. Like for me, it's I want daytime. it to be like bottom of the barrel midnight dirty sex yeah we want the the nightlife johnny mcgovern gave us that mr black and all those parties and the drag queens are coming out doing like fucking i mean (laughs) you didn't know it was gonna i mean i watched someone fuck a watermelon like these things are yeah these are this is our this is our culture right (laughs) this is our history and we're losing it i mean i don't think it's bad we can have both we can have both i think for them to act like it's not good for kids is absolutely ridiculous because it's the what they're bringing to the children during the day, whether it's the the story hour or whether it is a drag brunch on a Sundays on a Sunday, it's fun. It's it's fine for kids. Yes. It's PG thirteen. I'm right. sorry, but it is totally. Like, it's just it's just beautiful clowns dancing around. <laughs> yeah, but right. I personally don't want children at the fucking drag shows right. because right. I don't want children. I don't want to have to deal with children at all. Certainly right. not in my gay cultural spaces. I'm sorry. It doesn't mean that there shouldn't be a children-centric drag show. So if you happen to reach a queer child that they could feel less alone, that's lovely. Right. That's nice. But uh, make like for the child, then don't bring your kids to the fucking drag show. Okay. Right. Well, for me, I was like, note to self: I will only be going to things at midnight from now on because <laughs> we had been at Swinging Richards. Oh my god! And then ended up like within twelve hours at that thing, which was so. 
so vanilla. Mm -hmm. Way too PG. Okay, so, so what about Hawaii? Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Go chain yourself to Hawaii. <laughs> no, I, I mean, mean the 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 thing the thing that's most interesting. Uh, first of all, it's a tragedy what's happening in Hawaii. Yeah, so yeah, many people died. So yeah. many people displaced. So horrendous. Um, but the only thing that we can take amusement from is, and of course, the thing we love to take our amusement from is when rich people get pinched and squeezed <laughs> because they deserve it, is that Oprah was like, I'm getting blankets for everyone. I'm getting, I'm going to, I went to Walmart and I loaded up trucks, but they're like, thanks for nothing, bitch. You're living on 9 billion acres of tribal land. Mm -hmm. Give the land back. And I don't think Oprah was thinking that that was going to happen when she drove out to Walmart to get some blankets. No, I don't think that is what she thought at all. And not to mention, well, Oprah and Jason Momoa, I think, and The Rock. No, and there was Steven um, Tyler. Oh, well, The Rock and Oprah at least were like, fuck, we got to fucking, we got to make some fucking money. We got to do something. And they started like doing some money, put $10 million towards whatever. And they're just being like, look, we're going to give money too. Don't worry about it. It's not just blankets. But then, then people in Hawaii were like, everyone, please stop coming here. We've right. got to rebuild the shit. We are fucking overwhelmed. The companies are coming in. They're buying up like property that the people who live there can't afford. This is fucking, we're, this is disgusting. This is horrific. What's going on here? What the fuck? And then Steven Tyler makes some TikTok video and is like, I'm going to miss cricket. <laughs> I don't want to miss a thing. So I don't want to miss a thing. So come on back to Maui. <laughs> like he's telling tourists to come to Hawaii, which is the opposite of what they wanted. Right. So Hawaii does not want us. They don't want the tourists. They don't want Oprah. They don't want Jason Momoa. They don't want Ellen. And, you know, it's always funny to watch rich people try to like, oh, let's please donate to because the only thing people say is, why don't you donate the money, mm -hmm. you rich motherfuckers? And that's what I enjoy that because they all should be getting dragged. No matter how much we love Oprah, we love her. We love her. But, you know, maybe there's some truth in that you don't need 300 acres or 3,000 acres or whatever the fuck mm -hmm. of beautiful, pristine tribal land that Oprah has that, you know, she doesn't, she doesn't need them. And she should be paying it all and not trying to get poor people to donate money. Well, that's right. Yeah. And again, and just so we are, we ch we're going to check our, we're just checking our facts. Barely. Barely on BBC.com. <laughs> um, apparently the Rock and Oprah did pledge 10 million of their own money each to kick off their little fundraiser. And um, I'm not correct about Jason Momoa. He's not involved. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I thought he was. I, don't I think know. we know why you thought he was. <laughs> so. Well, I will say I'm getting my whole uh, QAnon life by the conspiracy theories popping off. Mm -hmm. I don't even do social media, but through the channels, mm -hmm. um, the eight channels, I have been lurking and lingering. Okay. <laughs> okay. And they're like, you know, the electric company admitted mm -hmm. that they were responsible for the 8.15 a.m. fire, <laughs> but they weren't responsible for the one four hours later that caused all the destruction and the damage and all the deaths. And it's oh, like, of course. Uh -huh. How could a huge corporation <laughs> with, uh, 
energy zipping through the jungle through <laughs> wires be responsible we were responsible for the little fire everyone but we turned all the power off <laughs> right. right away i'm sure it's not us we could not be held liable we're the power company. Mm-hmm. I mean, Aaron Brockovich the, the, needs to run yeah. down to Maui. And all the rich people, like Johnny said, and the rich corporations are mm-hmm. swooping in yeah. and buying up the land. And yep. we all know, because we've all watched the movie with George Clooney, what is it fucking called? The Descendants. The Descendants, where they talk about how you can't buy the shit if you're not a descendant, and they keep that right. Hawaiian property, prime property, locked the fuck up. They won't even let you if you were born and raised on Kauai and try to lurk over and linger, lurk and linger over to Maui. They're like, Mm-mm, you yep. better get on back over to Kauai and not even be looking over here because you're not a descendant. And now it burned all up and these poor, like, mm. and by poor, I mean like pitiful. They're not like, like literally poor, but they're, you know, like it's this, this unfortunate situation. And now they're getting like, placed out of these this property in these homes mm-hmm. while the corporations buy it all up and everybody's looking around all the QAnoners and they're like bitch they planned this shit like California was on fire two fucking years ago the whole, all of California now all of Hawaii like come on I'm sorry Those but it just lines. it just goes to my baser instincts well I think it's pretty valid to when you look I mean sometimes you know I even if I'm in the car with you I'll like look up and I'll be like it's fucking power lines like they're blowing in between trees. <laughs> they're lo- almost hitting the ground. They're in they're they're just waiting to blow up like and this is and that's exactly what was going on in Hawaii. The power lines were flitting and flailing and winding and wounding and like they 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 couldn't withstand whatever the wind did to like they they just blew. They blew. They blew. And they, they said the power lines got energized I'm sure they did get and energized. They de-energized them. I'm like, I don't believe any of those terms. Um, energized, as in they <laughs> blew up, or, or like electrified, as in... or something, and then they got de-electrified. It's exactly why when I say fireworks is scary to me, it's this exact thing. There you are. You're in a jungle situation. You're looking around. It's windy. The trees are blowing, and then you see, huh? There's power lines in the trees. Well, what do you think can happen with power lines that are have probably not serviced for 50 fucking years and one exposed wire pops out and sparks and the whole thing goes up in flames? I right, mean, and there's probably so many power lines because they have to power Four Seasons Kauai or whatever the fuck right. they've got to do over there <laughs> right. because rich people can't be without luxury for one fucking minute. Right. And but it's so moist there. It's not like California, which is so dry and mm. arid and is a desert. It's just something just is rotten in Denmark that just the level of destruction. And I don't blame the people. It'd be one thing if it just happened, but there's this massive land grab right away mm-hmm. and all these people are displaced and they're just looking around like, "Wait, what?" There's like a whole thing too. The there's like I think it's I think it's um gonna reveal a lot of corruption there. I think we're gonna be about to reveal. There was something, and I was just trying to look for it, and I can't find it. None of this is research. God knows, I can't <laughs> do any research. But I did while watching the news for approximately four point three minutes. Um, it was like the mayor or one of the guys who who's the head of the, you know, like if there was like a tsunami here or something or a hurricane or whatever, and particularly in Hawaii, they have like a an emergency system they have a thing of like horns that blow 
that when you hear the blowing of the horns, you're supposed to evacuate. And the guy who was in charge of it never had the horns blown. So no one ever evacuated anywhere that they were. And which is partly why a lot of people never left their homes. A lot of people died or more than maybe could have or whatever. And then he got on like a press conference. It was like, I just thought, I don't know. We just didn't think it was going to be that bad. (laughs) It was like, it was, there's, there's, there's something. That's why people think it's something shady. Yeah. Well, there's something shady. Yeah. There's a million I mean, different things that are if shady. If it shady, it's going to be shady. And it is shady. Yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of, because a lot of people were like flew to Hawaii, were like ready to do our dream vacation. And then they got there and they're like, we're going to pop back on the plane. And then they're like, you know what? Let's just go to Burning Man. Because that's right, where... exactly. this will be. It'll be so much easier. <laughs> that was our other thing we were going to do. Let's just do that. And then we're, we're. So American Airlines was fined $4.1 million by the federal government for that impacted like around 6,000 passengers between Mm. 2018 and 2021. Oh, wow. Okay. In the longest, the longest delay, you guys, six fucking hours. Sitting on the tarmac? Sitting on the runway. (laughs) I mean, like the level. And we even experienced that this year. Mm Mm-hmm. We sat there mm-hmm. for hours. Yep. And honestly, like, I started to think my withdrawals was becoming like a full-blown, <laughs> like, terminal disease. Like, I was like, if I don't get a drop of alcohol, I won't survive the next hour. I don't even understand. Like, what about if people are thirsty? I mean, just, what if you have a baby? Or, oh. I mean, I used to always bring it back to kids. But, like, <sighs> you know, like, at a certain point, you're just like, I need a drop of water. They never brought us water. No. They did Nothing. Not. Nothing. It was like two hours. Girl, that's why you cannot get on a plane without everything that you possibly need. 20 extra batteries, your laptop, your You're phone, right. backup earphones, your other earphones, yeah, your exactly. own water, your own snacks, a thing right. from Subway. Right. You cannot trust the service is going to happen. You need to, I always pack as if we are about to get stranded. <laughs> oh, what the fuck is going to happen? You know what? You're right. I don't understand why. Knowing full well that, like, the smallest issue, mm-hmm. it's like, well, we got to rewrite the passenger manifest. We've got to talk to the FAA. Right. We've got to, you know, re-elect the president <laughs> January 6th. Like, mm-hmm. it's like every single thing for, for the tiniest issue. Yeah. Like, at that point, I'm like, okay, you understand where we are in 2023. There's full on, you know, it's the Karen squad that goes off every time the flight's about to go. I why are we ever on a flight though when some bitch gets up and is like, "Can you hear them? Can you hear them?" We haven't been on that flight. We were on one, but we This she, motherfucker <laughs> is not real. <laughs> why we couldn't be on that flight? We weren't on the flight of like the motherfucking, the gay flight attendant was like, I've had it. You fuck all of you. <laughs> fuck yourselves. Fuck your mother. And fuck your own fucking face. I fucking hate you. Goodbye. And he grabbed the beer and he blew down the fucking two corona, slide. Two Coronas and slid down the slide. <laughs> that guy and was a hero. Then they found him fucking his boyfriend, okay, in his apartment. Why can't we be on that flight? Why are we ever Why on any of those? like... One like an hour in, they're like, "Yeah, we should probably go back to the terminal. This looks like it might take yeah. a little longer." Never. Yeah, that's my question. Is like, you know, in 2023, that Captain Karen is going to go off, and we had one too. And even though she never stood up and said none of this is real, <laughs> she did whatever she did, 
And they were like, someone's going off in the back row. And I was like, the only person back here that's doing anything is me. And I'm the drunkest person back here. So I don't know who's doing anything. And she was back there. She was behind us. But we never heard anything. We never heard her do anything. But she delayed our shit for hours. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you know, this is happening every time. Have the pre- Let's change everything the way we did with the water and taking our shoes off and the Mm -hmm. liquids. Have the pre-flight beverage. Right. You don't even take off, but we've now sanctioned the pre-flight beverage. We need snacks aboard every plane, period. I don't care if it's Southwest. Mm -hmm. Bring your whack-ass pretzels at that point. (laughs) Or have a situation where we can go get back off. Yeah, why can't we just get Why are we sequestered in a prison If you can take a tram... Sometimes you have to, when you get, they'll, you know how like you've taken a flight and they're like, you have to get on a bus and we're going to go all the way around the whole airport to get to the plane, which is the middle of another airport. Okay. Why can't you get the tram to come get us off the plane to drive us back to the fucking port or terminal or whatever? Or turn the plane into a restaurant. That's what it is. <laughs> I mean, st- staying on the tarmac is cruel and unusual punishment, especially if you're like, well, I'm just going to go to sleep. And I'm sure when I wake up, we'll be there. And you wake up like four hours later and you're still, still on the tarmac. You haven't even taken off. I am going to, you know what? Next flight, you know what, Johnny? I am. I'm going to take all the snacks and the water and I'm, we're like, we're going to be turned into yellow jackets. You can't take the up. water unless we almost missed our flight. I so know. We didn't we have, have to get time there with to get time. Any, we didn't have any time to get you, a beverage. You got to so. get there early enough to get all the snacks. You bring your you bring your food in your bag. You let it get x-rayed. You eat the x-ray juice. You do whatever <laughs> you have to do. You're right. But you never get on a plane without all of the things because you never know what's going to happen, honey. It and needs- God forbid you're flying uh, country to country in Europe. When I was on tour with Dita, honey, we were doing some of those... Uh, those like below jet blue i forget what they're called over there but it's like they don't clean the plane in between the flights Mm. you have to go from one room and then you stand in another room Mm. then you stand on the tarmac and then you stay i mean like oh that's it's brutal we did it we got on there were there was not nary (laughs) of nut to be found and the every single thing that they had even just to drink cost money there was no there wasn't even an in-flight fucking manual for, like, the mask to take our... I swear to God, Julie started crying. <laughs> she looked at me and started to cry. There was nothing to do. It wasn't just that there was nothing to eat. There was nothing to look at. Mm-hmm. There was no plugs. And it was like, what are we going to do for and the, the next four hours? We're small. The seats were small. Yeah. I mean, I, maybe I'm big, but the seats were small. Honey, no, the seats are small. You're talking to America's largest motherfucker right here. <laughs> the, the seats are tiny. Oh. I mean, if you're a traveling coach, which most of us are, it's horrible. It's a horrible nightmare. And you want to be on the plane for only as short a time as you possibly can. Mm. But you should always be mega prepared. We're talking <laughs> magazines. We're talking books. We don't even read books. We were talking backup <laughs> batteries for your phone. Yep. You've downloaded eight audiobooks. You've downloaded four movies. You've downloaded three TV shows. Then you also double downloaded on your laptop, which is fully charged, just in case your double back up batteries fall out you have to be prepared with your own entertainment and snacks no matter what even if it's an hour-long flight because you never motherfucking know so true how are they suing american airlines like did american airlines go rogue and they were like we added another flight but we couldn't scoot our plane in the line (laughs) like isn't it the faa it's it's like the department of transportation's already issue like you should be regulating the airlines 
And so I don't understand how what American either. Airlines did, why they're just the ones being sued. I've had done it on Southwest. I've mm-hmm. done it on every. It's not just American that's doing the bullshit. Yeah, I don't know at all. But we know what we're all going to do. It's a, yeah, we've done it. Everybody has to do it. We've tried it. The laptop loses uh, you juice know in I, 20 I, minutes. And I it's know. like, what is the problem here? We don't know why the laptop drains so fast. Well, maybe the uh, airline industry will become like the car insurance industry for like um, personal injury attorneys. And we can start suing um, airlines for like damages like for the three hours we lost or like whatever, i was you know uncomfortable what I mean? <laughs> 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 exactly. yes sweet james yes sweet james all do does airlines now i pulled a muscle trying to relax <laughs> this kid wouldn't stop kicking my seat the made... seat made me feel fat because the seat <laughs> yeah, that's was, it, that's it. was too small right. the seat misgendered me <laughs> and i didn't appreciate it at all the flight attendant kept coming by and saying can i help you sir and i said Yes, but I didn't want to say yes because I'm not a sir. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the only thing that will make me feel better is money. That's, that's it. Right. I mean, that's all that's going to make any of us feel better. Yeah, that is it. Money. Well, that's the problem in general. The divide between low middle class slash poor, because middle class is poor now, and mm-hmm. super rich people is bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Yep. And the rich people are just get more and more evil and want to protect their own shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, they there's less and less protections for poor people, people who pay renters, people who are living in areas like... Honey, if I hadn't, if I, if I lived in this apartment that I live in not for 10 years, this apartment would cost $5,000 a month. It's only because they couldn't move me out with a bulldozer thanks to <laughs> liberal ass, well, West Hollywood mm-hmm. rent control rules mm-hmm. that uh, they can't kick my ass out. And the fact that rent control is no longer a thing that happens everywhere is a big fucking problem and why you have so many homeless people everywhere all across taking shits on the front doorsteps <laughs> of luxury apartments in downtown LA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not I mean, the homeless it. people's fault, everybody. It's the greedy landlord's fault. Okay. The fact that there's no place anyone can fucking live for an affordable rate anymore because everything's created for rich people from Dubai to buy their eight house mm-hmm. house in DTLA or wherever the hell it is. And that's what happens with D regulation exactly regulation everybody i wish i could give some of them a few addresses of where they could take shifts on front doors (laughs) i mean i want to be with eric toraviance and her alter ego judge jezebel justice who rides (laughs) naked bareback on a white horse through rich people's houses and burns them to the ground That's when she knocks on the door. She says, so who is it? It's Judge Jezebel Justice. <laughs> the verdict is guilty. Oh, God. Oh, Erica. Oh, Erica. Is the line secure? <laughs> the line is unfortunately not secure in general. Maybe the only thing that's going to change is maybe when the aliens come, everybody will wake up and realize we're all in this together. Maybe. Now, the two of you, I know you're not on TikTok, Brandy. Julie, I know you've got to be interested. Did, were you looking when the aliens seemed to be everywhere on TikTok? I was getting my life from all the alien footage. No, but I will start Julie. looking. 
Julie, the aliens are here. They are here. They are flying low. They are. There was some shit that went on in TikTok a couple months ago where there was uh, U, UAP, because we don't want to call them UFOs anymore. They're UAP that was normally you're like, if there, if this UFO was so major, how come there aren't 8 million different versions of the same footage? Well, honey, there was on TikTok. You got to get it from every angle that the shit was going down. I was like, this is extremely interesting. It's all been popping off in Congress. Well, that's true. They've been having well, like. Right. That's the only thing that we can actually work bipartisan is to release the alien information. This is the one thing that the Democrats and Republicans can agree on. Jeez. Uh, I mean, at this point, I agree. you know what? I'm like this. Keep it. Yeah. It's I mean, too little, too fucking late. You caused QAnon. You caused all the mistrust in the government because you wouldn't just fucking admit it in 1952 when people are 1942 when people are standing out in their farm and they're like, I just saw a weird thing in the sky. And it's like, no, you didn't see that. Something's crashed in Roswell. And they're like, nope, you imagine that. And it's like, no, we didn't imagine it. Oh, they took over a whole a whole town uh-huh. in what Great was, Barrington. Yeah. And where is that? Massachusetts. Yeah. And it's like, nope, you guys all imagined it. And like, really? <laughs> Me and my grandma and my mom driving in the car <laughs> when we all got, you know, taken up into the sky and then we came back down and we were mm-hmm. passed out in the car and we're in the middle of nowhere. Yep. You imagine don't, that. Don't, for, don't forget that it never happened when, when the aliens landed and visited the children at the children's school South in Brazil. Africa. And the entire school saw it. Nope. Just that imagine that. Happen. It was all kids. They didn't, imagined it. Didn't happen. <laughs> Much like I told Julie on the night of the season two premiere of Big Gay Sketch Show, Drunk in a Cab, and I wasn't in the first episode, and I said to Julie, they're all liars, Julie. They're all liars. And I, that phrase has been yep. able to just last in so many situations over the years. In the same way that when Coco Aviance, who got drunk during a performance of Dirty Gate <laughs> Pop Superstars, and got roses after, and someone tried to criticize her for being drunk during the show, she looked at them and said, I got roses. Did you get roses? <laughs> I need to take that one. <laughs> what about some professional girl? Unprofessional girl. Unprofessional girl. Unprofessional girl. It's just unprofessional girl. Ugh, yeah, there so are many. there are lines from the podcast, the 20 years, 20 years I've been podcasting pretty much. The 20 years of podcasting that still lasts, still lasts. Unpro- it's unprofessional, girl, is one. <laughs> uh, they're all liars. Julie is another. Yep. And I got roses. Did you, you know- get roses? <laughs> you know what? You're the Carol Burnett of podcasting. I, we need to do a 20-year Johnny McGovern special where we come. We go to the, like, Carnegie Hall <laughs> or wherever. Yeah. And do the, the big the tribute, you know what I mean, to right. Johnny. Like, I, and I'd sits. love, I'd love to get my flowers, but in, but in, in, in lieu of flowers, I will accept all of your listeners to go to <laughs> Patreon.com/slash Gayest of All Time and enjoy th- up to three podcasts a week with me, and I will accept that as my flowers. <laughs> well, we're just going to ask you before we let you go, and tell them where to find you on social media. 
I'm at Johnny McGovern is your daddy on Instagram. You can watch the newest season and the first season of Go Go for the Gold on Out TV, which you can get through the Apple TV app or Amazon Prime. Um, that is still number one. The show stopped airing months a month ago, honey, and it's still number one. <laughs> That's right. Um, and uh, yeah, a lot of new projects that are top secret currently, but will be coming up very soon. But you can follow every with everything I'm doing on Patreon and all of your old favorites from the Gay Pimpin' Podcast, Erica Tor Aviance, Adam Joseph, Julian Brandy are on there too. Just Google Johnny McGovern. There's a million things to watch on YouTube. Tons, 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 tons of content. He's been creating content, like he said, for 20 years. You will do yourself I mean, a don't, favor. Don't forget, Brandy. I mean, I am a current day pop star. Man Areas from 10 years ago became a TikTok sound last year and now has 20 million uh, listens on Spotify. I'm a oh. current youthful pop star. <laughs> Have you ever heard of such a thing? The youth. Um, well, if you haven't listened to Johnny's music, go right away to Apple Music and type in Johnny McGovern. I mean, you will get your whole life. that's it for this episode of the dumb gay podcast (laughs) thank you guys for listening to our dumb 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 podcast we love and appreciate all 14 of you so much if you're new here and you like us but you'd rather not hear about dumb gay world events please consider checking out our patreon podcast we know everyone has a patreon podcast (laughs) but our patreon podcasts are completely completely different than everybody else's and they're completely different than this one starting this week we'll be doing three patreon podcasts a week Mm. every week they're all an hour and there's no politics there's no ads there's no structure there's no rules it's just supposed to be stress-free mindless fun it takes you away from everything you're thinking in the world okay if you haven't tried it Please give it a chance. It's not like anything you're listening to. There's no hot takes or hot fucking topics. We're not trying to dunk on anyone or expose anyone. We're just trying to be authentic and random and have a laugh and have you be like, you know what? I just felt weird in my life and I felt stressed out and I put this on and now I was taken away in a random, random joyride with two idiots idiots (laughs) calgon take me away rage clean your house while we just talk incessantly at you okay and you can subscribe for only one dollar you get one podcast a week for one dollar three podcasts a week for two dollars or introducing you can get three video podcasts a week for $3. And when you sign up, you will immediately get access to hundreds of hours of timeless back podcasts. There's a list pinned to the top of the feed of all of our most popular episodes. But a lot of people like to start at our very first Patreon episode from back in 2017 and listen all the way up to now. And you can do that. You very, can very easy. You, you can. can't tell. You mm. cannot tell what year it is. Nope. We never grow. We never evolve. No. It's all the same. We're unprofessional. We're disrespectful. 
demeaning. We're, deme- we're, we're insubordinate. We're dark. We're dark. All of the We're things. so dark. Dark, dark, oh dark, dark humor. Oh, my God. Yeah. There's a link to a free episode in the description below this podcast, or you can go to our website, julianbrandy.com, and there's a button on every page that says click to listen to our free Patreon episode, or you can just Google Julian Brandy Patreon. It's super easy to find. We really want you to do it. We'd love for you to try it. We're here. We're waiting with our whole Patreon family and community. And as always, it's been real and it's been fun. But mostly it's been gay and it, it's been dumb. And Johnny McGovern. Mm. John T. McGovern T. How'd you do, I? See you've met my faithful handyman. He's just a little brought down because when you knocked, he thought you were the candy man. Don't get strung up by the way I look. Don't judge a book by its cover. I'm not much of a man by the light of day, but by night I'm one hell of a lover. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> Let me show you a ride and maybe play you a sign. You look like you're both pretty groovy. Or if you want something visual, that's not too abysmal. We could take in an old Steve Reeves movie. I'm glad we caught you at home. Could we use your phone? We're both in a bit of a hurry. Right. We'll just say where we are, then go back to the car. We don't want to be any worry. Well, you got caught with a flat wheel. How about that? Well, babies, don't you panic. By the light of the night, it'll all seem all right. I'll get you a satanic mechanic. I'm just a sweet transvestite. From transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> Why don't you stay for the night? Night. Or maybe a bite. Night. I could show you my favorite obsession. I've been making a man with blonde hair and a tan. And he's good for relieving my tension. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. Just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania So, come up to the lab And see what's on the slab I see you shiver with anticipation But maybe the rain is really to blame. So I'll remove the cause. (laughs) But not the symptom.